friends and welcome to another edition of dan and benny in the ring i'm dan spasciano joined as always by the bs express himself benny scala benny how you doing buddy dan it's tuesday night and i got a live mic in front of me what could be better than that well maybe a, a hooker or a waffle cone are two things that come to mind immediately well that is an interesting spread that is an interesting <laughs> spread indeed <Dennis. laughs> spread is the key word there oh jesus no stop stop you're done <laughs> we uh we say, every week, Benny, we say every week we want the best stories. And speaking of stories, stories is the perfect word to describe the gentleman we have with us. Why don't you tell everybody who's on the line with us tonight? Our guest tonight is the owner, founder, and editor-in-chief of the phenomenal Pro Wrestling Stories website, of which we are both writers. He is my personal ambassador of Quan. He is J to the P, skip right to the Z, JP Zarka. JP, welcome to Dan and Benny in the Ring. It's good to be back on with you guys. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for your time. I know uh, everything can get a little little crazy. Before we jump into to getting to uh, the questions and getting into wrestling, we're going to start with two uh, kind of off topic a bit. Uh, before we get too far into the wrestling stuff, J- uh, JP, why don't you tell everybody about the latest addition to the Zarka family? We just had a, our second daughter born two months ago, Alexandra. So, yeah, our lives are full of love but full of dark circles as well under our eyes. <laughs> you ever see uh, on, on America's Most Wanted, they, when, you know, they have the criminal, they haven't found him in like 23 years, and they do the aged-enhanced photo? That's what JP's going to look like in a couple of months. After right. Those, I'm covering those, him with my glasses sleep. right now. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's crazy. Yeah, so we, we, had our, we had our daughter born two months ago, and, of course, it's just been, you know, I, I work from home. You know, I, I run the website here, and I work in the most exposed spot in the house, so it's just distraction central. But I'm doing as best as I can. Work, work from home and still, still uh, feel like you're getting called into the office every day, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, we still have a boss here. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the important thing is to understand the hierarchy, right, Benny? Absolutely. Absolutely. The important, uh, the, the one way to find happiness is keep your wife happy. That's there you go. That's key. How, how's that? How's that saying go? Uh, uh, happy wife and em- no empty wallet. No, it's not empty wallet. <laughs> life. That's it. Happy, happy wife, happy life. That's the exactly. One. But um, something else too. We were talking a little bit before we got recording, and uh, before we got to recording, I mean, and it's been all over. We're recording this. It's it's the end yeah, end of May. And the the story that has really dominated wrestling headlines in the last two weeks or so has been the confirmed announcement that Ric Flair is at 73 years old. He's coming out of retirement for one final match at the uh, Jim Crockett anniversary show. And as someone who's really made a living studying the history of wrestling, and I mean, 73 years, Ric Flair has been a name in wrestling for five decades what are your thoughts on 73-year-old Ric Flair coming out of retirement for one last hurrah? I, I think my well, my first impression was we shouldn't do it, you know, because he's had the health issues and everything else. But then then you, I saw his tweet, his post the other day where he was just kind of saying, like, you know, you can have 
how many doctors say you shouldn't do this, but you have one that says you can, and you're going to listen to that one doctor because that's what your heart wants. So, you know, ultimately he's, he's got to follow his heart here. I hope it's, um, I hope it doesn't end badly, you know, but he's had a, he's had a tough couple of months here since dark side of the ring playing right from hell, those stories coming out and, you know, but it's no secret his, you know, the way he's been and such, but you know, maybe this is just his way of closing the, the chapter of his in his in his life. You know, this incredible career he's had. You know, his his, his stories outside of the ring aside. You know, I just you know hope it goes well. Have they announced who he's going to be wrestling at? Well, obviously the uh, uh, big well, I should say big story, but the um, apparently the initial plan was a, a six man tag with Ric Flair and FTR against. Uh, Ricky Steamboat and the Rock and Roll Express, who are also on their farewell tour, retiring Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. And they're going to do their last hurrah at the Jim Crockett shows as well. Uh, but Ricky Steamboat has since come out and said that he's, you know, he's not doing it. He he was, was offered. It was in talks, but he's decided to stay retired. Uh, just yesterday, some of the, some of the sh- uh, dirt sheets, however, however you want to call them, have started to report that uh, maybe not as an opponent, but there's rumblings now that they're looking at at Hulk Hogan being involved in the event as well. As someone else who's been talking recently about, you know, maybe gotten one last hurrah in him. Uh, I, but at, at this point, I'm not sure. I know it will be a multi-man tag, which it, it has to be. You can't as have Flair be. go. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you can't expect 73-year-old Flair to have bell-to-bell match. Maybe she go that. Broadway. Exactly. He's not going to go out there and do a, a do a, a 45 minute, 60 minute Broadway, him and him and Greg Valentine again or something. But uh, I, I think you should get Valentine in there. <laughs> I mean, you know, you might as well uh, uh, stack the ring a little bit. You know, the average the average age, you know, be being be saying be 70s. But uh, I, yeah, you got to do right. I mean, am I, am I wrong here, Benny? You have to do a multi-man match. Maybe even if it's, a, say, a 20-minute six-man tag, Ric Flair's in the ring for two, three minutes tops, maybe one spot, and you would assume he's going to be involved in the finish. Well, but other than that, you know. I'm going to use, again, I'm going to go back to my baseball reference. And because it's JP and he's a Cubs fan, I'm going to use a Cubs reference. So uh, the, the great Hack Wilson, who set the major league record for RBIs, I think, 1932 with 190. I think it's been revised to 191. But just imagine, you know, 35 years later in 65, they bring him back for old-timers game. And now he's like 72, 73. I mean, does anybody – I mean, it's it's great to see uh, Hack Wilson. Everybody's getting the warm and fuzzies. But – and, you know, it, it, during the old-timers game, somebody else who's 70 is going to lob him one, and he's going to – you know, he might hit it, and it'll take him about three minutes to get to first base. And, you know, everybody's cheering. But nobody really takes it seriously. I, so if, if the match is presented like that, where it is a nostalgia kind of thing, I'm okay with it. But if I could not possibly buy it as a serious wrestling contest, you know, even if they have the six man and they protect Flair and whoever else is, you know, in the match, I don't know. It just it's not the same. I mean, uh, it, like I said, to me, it all depends on how they how they sell it. You think he'll do the over the tur- the turnbuckle spot? I I certainly hope not. That would be scary. I'd, I'd, yeah, oh, yeah. That we, that that he could do. Right? That seems likely. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna the say stri- the, the old. What what did they used to call it? The old man flop. Yeah, the flop. <laughs> yeah. Elbow Although drop I will is ad- close. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Just elbow drop his clothes, his jacket or something. <laughs> I I will admit that uh, the the videos he released of him training with Jay Lethal, he's certainly, I mean, he was more fluid and, and looked, I don't want to say better, but he looked better in the ring than some people to, that are that are main uh, main TV stars today. It's muscle he's memory. He's Ric Flair. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, he might uh, he might surprise us. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but we we talked about expanding your personal family, JP. I want to ask you about expanding the professional family. When Benny introduced you, he talked about your position at Pro Wrestling Stories, but you've expanded your editorial staff. Um, tell our listeners about that, the the new addition and and your gr- ever growing, ever growing force there. New slash old edition. Um, Evan's been with the site for a couple of years. Uh, Evan Ginsberg, the associate producer of The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke, Oscar nominated, fantastic film, um, 350 Days. Um, he's been writing for many, many years, published author. He's a wordsmith. He has, he's, he has this innate ability to make you feel when you read his words. And just... You know, the other day I was just talking to to my wife and we, we were just kind of going over, OK, I'm I'm struggling to do as much as I want to do with the website right now, because for the last seven years, because the, the website turned seven last week. And, you know, for the first seven years, um, I was editor, social media, you know, Photoshop, everything, I, everything that's on there other than the actual writing of the stories. We've got over 50 wonderful writers. Um, but aside from that, it's just been me. And sometimes stories can take two days to put out because we're not a news website. You know, we 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 put out well researched stories um, that you know you you hope it's back. We do our best to back it up with a bunch of sources and present it in a visual way that's appealing and that you you stay down to the bottom of it really. And it takes time. And you know, I was just talking to my wife and I was like, "What do I do?" And she's like, "Well, you know, think of your staff. You know, you got Evan there." And she mentioned Evan by name, and I was like, "Yes." I was like, of course, you know, and it just hit me and I just wrote him and just kind of said, hey, you know, things are kind of it's kind of tough here to have undivided attention on the website without having a baby flopped on my shoulder. Would you be interested in possibly taking on a little bit of editing role, you know, just taking the stories and cleaning them up a bit? And I, I come in and I do that final look and, you know, do the pictures and, you know, everything else. And he was right away said, great. You know, he's he's into it. This is that's his love wrestling. He eats, breathes wrestling and writing and it's just a perfect fit and you know benny your your article that came out this week was the first uh baron baron mikhail uh, say his last name for me cicluna 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 i love it cicluna yeah yeah so he did that and just i mean obviously just when i went in i'm just reading it like feeling it like a reader and all i had to do was add you know a couple photos and stuff it was a breeze and just i I have a feeling evan's edition is going to be you know, really good. I'm, I, the readers aren't going to notice anything different. The writers aren't going to notice anything different. It's just the, the big difference is going to be in my life and how I can use my time, you know, and be able to get stuff out quicker, new stories out quicker, and also be available for the family, you know, be able to step away from the computer for a while if I need to. So it's it's all positive all around. Super happy to have him. I think it's a win for everybody. It's a win for you as far as your personal life. Absolutely. And it's definitely a win for the readers because now they're going to get more content. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we've been averaging... 
uh, just for the last few months, just about two to three stories, if lucky, a week. And, you know, my goal is to get four out each week. So we'll see what happens. We've only done one this week. So uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, just having them on, it's just going to be such a huge help. And, you know, we've got so many wonderful stories in the tank ready to go. And, you know, he's going through those right now. And we're going to be pushing them out for you guys. We're, you know, you're, you're, you're all going to see, you know, like what you've been looking at the drafts that we have that aren't even published yet. Like what an array of topics. We got like, you know, so a couple of stories coming up. We've got Street Fighter and wrestling, the times they, you know, the, the marriage between those two worlds, you know, the unexpected times they they linked up. Um, you've got this this uh, Manny Ramirez and Invader 3 incident in Puerto Rico that I wasn't aware of that, you know, it's it's pretty blurred whether or not there was this attack that happened in the ring was legit. Um, Javier Oist did a really wonderful job in that. I was just kind of going through that today. We submitted, you know, we've got the 1992, um, you know, drug and sex scandal. That's going to be the next story that's coming out. That's a big one, you know, so just a whole, you know, boatload of wonderful content just coming. And of course, that's amongst the 800 plus other stories we have on the website. So yeah, it's, it's, it's real positive. It doesn't feel like work what we do. It's, it's just really great. And reading the comments from people on Facebook and social media and, you know, your story, I'm, I'm going to bring it back to you. Like these last two days, just reading the comments from, you know, just people reminiscing about watching wrestling during that time. And, you know, and Baron, and it just, you know, it almost like it makes you feel like you're reading about a family member and, and it makes you smile. So many people made the comment besides the wrestling component, so many people mentioned why well, I, I met him at such and such a place. And he was, you know, Natalie attired and he was a total gentleman. He was a class act. He stopped to chat with me. You know, a couple other people said, you know, he, he they, they met him outside the ring, I guess. And he wouldn't do it. He was, he was staying in cafe. But you could tell that all these people were going back in time and reliving this moment, these moments, which was great. Mm-hmm. Just the name. This is his name. It's just boom. All these comments. And, and Benny, you've got a lot of great stories coming up as well. Like, um, Mario Milano, that's that's been ready to be dropped soon. And, you know, the more I read about him, it's very interesting. And a lot of times these are names people, you know, the younger generation maybe don't know a whole lot about. But when they dip into these stories, it's just like they're learning about these larger than life individuals who were entertaining fans long before many of us were even, you know, like I'm 39 and, you know, I'm running a website and we, we cover history going back. 100 years you know sure you know gotch and hackenschmidt and everything else and it's just so so much i mean i'm learning on the job too and you know i'm coming from education i was i was a teacher for many years and i was an assistant principal before i left teaching to focus on this and you know in a way it's just like i'm doing the same thing but with a different audience a bit older audience and you know I don't, i'm not face to face with them but it's still the same thing and i get the same enjoyment out of it it's 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 wonderful I mean, you figure, Benny, a few months ago, we had Mike Cicluna on the show, his first ever interview talking about his father and everything. And that was one of our best received episodes since we've done the show. And a lot of it had to do with, you know, you don't think about it because you associate him as a heel. But how much the viewing or the listening audience just had nothing but fond memories of Baron Cicluna. And it was like, oh, I remember seeing this and I remember seeing that and. And then you hear that his son talking about you got to be careful, you know, the telling stories about like going to the restaurants and the grocery stores and how you mentioned him staying in character. It's it's the human side, I think, is what really sells a lot of those stories. Yeah. Plus what plus what a good dad he was. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, that's the point of this website. Like, you know, you, there's a lot of great websites out there um, that you can read about the news and the rumors and and such. However, you know, you come to pro wrestling stories to learn about these these wrestlers, their their real life. You know what they were like. You know when the cameras weren't rolling. Uh, the family. You know the family man. You know, like Sherry Martell, the mom who wasn't there to see her son grow up. Things like this and. Hey, JP, sorry about that. Some weird uh, sound glitch. You were just talking about Sherry Martell. What were you saying? Yeah, we were just talking about how on pro wrestling stories, you could just get to know how these wrestlers were in real life. The parents, you know, the father, the mother that wasn't home, you know, Sherry Martell not being able to see her son grow up. And, you know, these are the stories that you learn. You, you get an empathy for for these wonderful performers that we had in our lives. Uh, and you get to see, you know, what was really happening when those cameras weren't rolling. Yeah, how about uh, uh, Kurt Von Hess? They, you know, we interviewed Paige on mm. on, the, on the podcast. She contributed to the story. Seventeen times they moved in ten years. How do you how do you even live like that? It's tough. A lot of sacrifice, and you know that sacrifice is for the love of wrestling. It's for the love of the fans. It's it's given their all to this business, sure. and there's such a huge respect that you gain by by reading these stories and. Yeah, it's 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 just an honor to be. I mean, just to be sitting here talking about it, like this is it's just a. I don't know. It, it, sometimes I have to pinch myself, you know, that this is what I do with my day to day. Like it's something so rewarding, and you know, the stories are so fascinating. And you know, these were like rock stars, but in the ring. You know, they were they were like they were in this traveling circus, and you know, they were away from home three hundred plus days a year. And, you know, just to be, we could talk for hours about it, which is really what, you know, the show is about. We celebrate the history and we celebrate, you know, we talk about what it really was like. We talk about their sacrifices and, you know, we are, we just hope that, you know, by doing that, we are, we're giving back thanks, you know, for what they've done, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. You know, at my age too, like I, I, you know, I'd like to pinch myself just the fact that I'm writing for the site, but I have to worry about blood clots. So I, you know, I just I I stay away from the pinching, but um, JP, since I am a numbers guy, uh, and the ultimate I, the ultimate numbers geek actually, uh, during your last appearance, you uh, kind of took us through the origin of the of the website. So how you know how it all came about with you know just writing a couple of stories, and then your wife suggested you create the website. But tell us about you know in the, in the last seven years how the how the site has grown uh, in terms of number of you know number of hits every year, and in your wildest dreams. Uh, did you ever think anything like this was going to happen and how has it affected you, your personal life? Never in my wildest dreams at all. Did I expect this to, to be at the scale that it is, you know, it started off as just stories that I was doing Saturday mornings, you know, I was teaching and I, my, you know, my wife, you know, she liked to sleep until one o'clock, two o'clock before the kids, she, you know, beauty sleep is what she called it. And I would just wake up and I'd be reading autobiographies of wrestlers and just writing about my favorite stories that I came across that week, you know, and putting them on Reddit and they were really getting popular there. And you put them on, I put them on pro wrestling stories in May, 2015. And the first month it was a hundred thousand reads. And, you know, so when you start off with a hundred thousand, I'm like, that's crazy. That's, that's a large suburb, you know, reading these words that I write Saturday mornings, you know, and then, it, you know, it grew to 350,000. And I thought, this is crazy. Like, I can't believe I'm, there's 350,000 people reading it every month. And every, every year, year after year, there's been an increase. It's just been gradually going up. And then, you know, unfortunately the pandemic occurred 
you know, but I think for a lot of content creators, you know, it, it allowed a lot of people to discover your stuff. Like everyone was home with idle time all of a sudden. And, you know, it, it was good for readership on pro wrestling stories. And we, we went from, you know, 350,000 readers to, you know, some months, 2 million, which was like, this is like, this is nuts. You know, I, I, you know what I mean? Like just do it. I was doing it for myself. And the fact a couple people enjoy reading these stories. Now we have 50, right. Over 50 writers, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at, you know, the, 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 like it's looking like we might have 20 million readers this year. And I never thought I'd have 20 million, anything, you know? So it's, you know, obviously, you know, it, it just kind of shows that there are people out there just like us who are, you know, into the nostalgic side of wrestling, learning about the history in the past. And, you know, we don't even need to cover the, the current stuff because there's just shed loads of stories out there still that are, need to be told, you know, from the past. And what a joy it is to be doing this. I, I That's all I could keep saying is just like, I'm just overwhelmed with happiness that this is what I do and that. I've met so many wonderful people that are doing this with me, all the writers, all the people behind the scenes. It's just, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's strange. Like when you work in any job, there's always going to be one jerk. We don't have one on the, who works for pro wrestling stories. Like, you know, there's not one person who's like a bit difficult to deal with. You know, there's none of that. Like everyone's like a friend, you know, somebody we talk to, we hardly talk wrestling, you know, like we're just talking about life and, it's just the beauty of how wrestling kind of pulled us all together and, and, and just the difference that each of you that we're all making with these stories. It's great. Well, I, I love the, uh, it's come up before one of our early episodes when we first started the show was with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. One of the, uh, early episodes was with George Pontas and I used a lot of that interview and later conversations with George for my first article on him. And that article got picked up, like kind of viral, whatever you want to call it. And George, he still loves to tell the story. He was invited to do a podcast uh, based out of Wales because somebody read my article and was like, oh, I remember all the, you know, the, the early Crockett days and all the stuff that George recorded. And they wanted to talk to him about it. And it's just you don't even think about it. Like you said, you know, you're pandemic, you're, you're a lot of people work from home. Things are kind of rough. And here we are like, so someone, someone on the, literally the other side of the world. And, and we're sharing the same story. It's, it's an incredible feeling. I love it. And George is such a nice gentleman of a man. Like he's, you know, all the stories that we put out there, I've, like anytime we've kind of covered a story on somebody who's still with us, they always find me or they'll find the writer and then they become friends afterwards. Like, it, you know, George has added me and, you know, he's always, he's, he was congratulating me on the birth of my daughter and he pops into my messages every now and again. And it's just like, just the relationships that have been built from doing this website. It's just, you know, it, you know, everyone kind of feels like family and, and, and even like, you know, they say, don't meet your hero. You know, that's kind of like the thing you, you hear people say, and I've had a, you know, I'm kind of blessed to say that I've met a lot of people who've been in the business and not once if I come across like somebody, I was just like, what a jerk, you know, no, not, not once. Like everyone seems very like, well, even the ones that you hear bad stories about, like it's been real. And I think they appreciate that what we're doing, that we're sharing their story, that we're, we're taking the time to kind of come in with a different approach, I suppose. Not with like, those clickbait headlines and stuff like 
yes, you got to do a couple, like you have to use a bit of trickery to get people to read these days, you know, and I, I, I try to go on the right side of, uh, you know, baiting, not bait, but getting people interested in a story. It was coming up with a good hook. You know, that's what it's about. And I think that's lost also in, in online media is like, you know, people try to hook you with a bit of like things, you know, like something that's nothing to do with the article. And, you know, I try not to do that. I try to like let the, you know, the story, how do I condense it into a way where I want people to to read it? And, you know, even like even topics that I don't necessarily feel is going to have such a big reaction because, you know, we have a lot of our followers, I can kind of see the analytics and, you know, the predominantly our readers are between the age of 25 and 34. And that's just, the, that's the big chart there. So when, when, you know, sometimes like in the back of my mind, I'm always predicting how's this story going to be with, you know, we're talking about the 1960s or whatever, 1970s, but every story like has a wave. It's like this, like this rush, you put it out there and all of a sudden it's like, boom, all of a sudden there's like a hundred shares within minutes. And, you know, just, in, you know, Benny, you talk about it with me all the time when you when one of your new stories goes up. It's like you have about two and a half days of writing this nice, pleasant wave of people reading it and getting feedback. And it's we live that every day, you know, with what we do. And it's it's incredible. That was actually going to be my next uh, comment or question, you know, along the same lines with uh, social media. I believe the the Facebook page now has one hundred and fifteen thousand followers yeah. and one of my as you know as a writer for the for the website one of my biggest like you just said biggest enjoyments is when my story drops and just to watch or read all the comments i was going to say that all hundred and fifteen thousand people should have the first name frank because everybody is very frank uh they don't pull any punches as far as their opinions at all no I like that though. I, I like it when they're being nice. Like I sometimes feel like I'm like, uh, you know, when you when I was a teacher, I would have to do sometimes lunch duty or break time duties. And I had to be out there as the kids are going crazy. Like that's how it feels like sometimes when I'm moderating the comment section, but on the whole, you know, especially if a story hits, like hits the right chord, like it's, I'm re you're reading pleasantry after pleasantry and it's, it's just so nice. And yeah, the, the Facebook page, like it was at, like three years ago, 4,000 likes, or three, three and a half years ago, it was about 4,000. And then I, I tried to change my approach to starting to share, because I was just doing articles. I was just sharing the articles. And then when I started, you know, sprinkling in old school photos, which I'm, I'm a sucker for old school photos. Like I, when I was on Reddit all the time, I would love it when people would do like those old school photo threads and I would like save them and, you know, so fun. And so, you know, sprinkling in a couple old school photos for, you know, those are shareable, you know, and people are sharing these photos and then are coming onto the page and discovering, oh, this is a website, you know, pro wrestling story is not just a page. It's, you know, this is a website attached with articles and stories. And then, you know, it's just that different approach I took. It went from like 4,000 to like 20,000 April 2020s when we hit 20,000. And then Facebook has an algorithm where all of a sudden they're, putting our stories out there on people's feeds as content you might enjoy. You know, it's the individuals who don't follow our page, but may have been searching about like a wrestler or wrestling or something. And all of a sudden our stories are populating their feeds. And, you know, from there it went from 20,000 to 40,000 to 60 and now 115. That's crazy. I, I, I didn't realize we were that high. I, I have, you know, after a while, like I, I, I was checking regularly. Now, now I'm just kind of like letting it do its thing. And it's, it's just incredible. I, I keep using those words. Like, incredible and you know, have to pinch yourself but like that's just how it feels well you know 
you can't help but look at the diverse content. I mean, just in the last few minutes, we've mentioned uh, heels and old territory days. And George was talking about uh, literally riding a bicycle, you know, that went, went back and forth. Uh, the promoters would, would they called it cycling where they'd have to literally bicycle the tapes to the different studios. Uh, you know, we've covered everything or you're, excuse me, you've covered everything from, you know, some of the legends in wrestling, uh, Benny's story on buff Bagwell, which was just a unique piece on somebody who tends to, to kind of fall through the cracks because of his association with bigger names. You get, uh, you know, star Trek bodybuilding federations, you know, just it's the list. It just goes on and on and on. And I'm wondering and I can't really think how to word this, but like, where is there a ceiling or a limit to the expansion or is wrestling such a diverse, uh, diverse history that you'll never, for lack of a better term, you will never run out of ideas to talk about. People say this to me all the time. Aren't you going to run out of stories? You know, the non, you know, people who don't follow wrestling and stuff, but isn't there just like, you can only say how much, no, like every wrestler has thousands of stories and then, you know, just branch out from there. You know what I mean? Like just thinking about the staff that we have on pro wrestling stories, each writer comes in from a different angle. Like I've got some writers who like to uh, marry uh, pop culture in with wrestling, like uh, Tim Buckler, we were talking about star trek in wrestling uh street fighter wrestling mortal Kombat in wrestling um you know jackass when when they when the movie you know when they were uh you know when steve-o got pummeled by umaga you know and all the time when you marry it in with other interests especially fandoms that are you know pretty popular like marvel you know how they own the rights to the name of hulk hogan you know the incredible hulk and mm -hmm. you know hogan used to go by the incredible hulk hogan originally and he couldn't do that in fact part of his paycheck had to go to Marvel for a certain amount of years. Uh, it's, it's in one of our articles, Braden Farrell wrote that article, two, two piece article. One was talking about how Marvel owned the rights to the name. And then the second article was just like kind of going into the stats. Okay. How much did actually Marvel make off Hogan, you know? And there's just so many different things under, under the umbrella of wrestling. There's so many genres you can even, you know, you could go into old school screw jobs, debauchery fights, feel good stories you know one of, one of my favorite stories is uh and i forgot who wrote it i'm sorry but it, it was about, she, uh, about sam shepherd the doctor who you know quote unquote or allegedly murdered his wife and was spent i believe 10 years in jail and i think uh what was it effie bailey got him out of jail and then he became a wrestler for you know about six months but it's amazing he how that it was infamous for you know being in jail for these murders. Well, and, and his finishing hold, ironically, was the mandible claw, the first Correct. one to do that. But, I mean, it's just amazing when you think of how wrestling has touched, like, almost every, every area of life. Yeah, it has. And, I mean, look what's kind of come in the last few years. You've got what uh, shows like Dark Side of the Ring. You've got these A&E, um, you know, deep dives into wrestlers' lives and such. And that's you know one of the things is just like you're always thinking i'm always thinking in the back of my head what's next for the website like we've done podcasts we've done you know we've talked about doing books as well you know the big thing right now is video content and you know so many people are you know these stories are really great but of course sometimes it's hard to read you know in our busy lives you know so you know you're starting to notice that you know these 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 big tv channels are putting out wrestling content and, and it's it's getting mainstream 
con- you know, uh, mainstream attention, you know, just because they were living these, these rock and roll lifestyles, like the crazy lifestyles. And it's just like, it's mind blowing what, you know, the day to day was like for many of the, many of these, these larger than life heroes, you know, and yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And I'm, I'm, it's just, you know, for us to be behind one of this, you know, this big force and in, in wrestling of sharing these stories and let, you know, you know, just that people, that the everyday fan has such knowledge about things that maybe they wouldn't have 10 years ago, you know, it's, and I, you know, I hope, I hope that we're a big part of that, you know, and it, it, it's just a really good thing. I think wrestling's in a great place right now. I think, and as we're moving forward, you know, there's just so many stories to untap, just to tap into. It is endless. There's, there's not a ceiling. I don't envision a ceiling. I, I can't imagine there would be that. We'll be, we could be doing this for 120 years if we could. I've, I was talking to, I think, Javier, um, one of our senior writers, Javier Oist, a good friend of all of us. Um, he was asking me, so what's your 5, 10, 15-year plan? And I was like, that's a good question. I was like, I envision possibly keeping it in the family. Like maybe one of my daughters will grow up and, you know, be wordsmiths of their own. And maybe they'll want to take over and <laughs> continue this thing. You know, it's just, yeah, it's never you're never going to run out of stories. Well, one thing we didn't cover, and you talked about expansions with video. One thing we didn't cover last time we talked to you was merchandise. Yeah. Uh, what, what if any merchandise is available from Pro Wrestling Stories? We've got T-shirts. Uh, so we got a T-shirt range. We um, on the bottom of every article, there's a there's a logo, like a like a lit link you can click into Pro Wrestling Stories tees. No, I'm not trying to, no, no copyright infringement here, but uh, yeah, pwsts.com, where we've got stories that are, are shirts that are inspired by the stories. We've got a shirt on on the plane ride from hell. Um, we've got uh, SummerSlam 92. We've got, you know, it's just a whole host. we got uh, Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, and uh, Heenan's a weasel. He's a weasel, but with Heenan's face and uh, Gorilla Monsoon's, of course, the gorilla with Monsoon's face. And he says, oh, will you stop? And that shirt's a popular one. We've got Andre. Um, do, you, do you want a peanut? And he's actually like Mr. Peanut, but with the Andre head and stuff. We got some really fantastic shirts there. And, you know, so you could go there for for, for our T-shirts. But we've also just recently linked up with homage.com. I don't know if you guys are familiar. H H O M A G E, homage or homage. How do you say that word? I, say, I, say, I believe the I company homage. is homage. Homage. Because, yeah. Yeah, homage, homage. You know, so homage.com, they have amazing content, good nostalgic sports tees. You know, you could, you know, baseball, basketball, doesn't matter, and wrestling. They got a great wrestling range. And we've just started a partnership. You can go there and plug in PWS as your coupon code. And you get 15% off your first order over there in PWS also on PWST. So, you know, so we're, we're growing our range in that, in, in that regards. And there's a lot more t-shirts that we, we got to make. And there's so many stories that can be done visually, like in a cool graphic tee. And Chris, Chris Faison or Chris Faison, he's been doing really wonderful work for the, these, these t-shirts, um, you know, so check it out and maybe there's something there that you'd enjoy. JP, we, we did speak about this last time, but I think it, it does bear repeating. So if, if someone, and I'm sure there's people listening or people who actually, you know, who are on the website and read the stories that have stories to tell 
Um, how do they do that? How do they become a writer for PWS? So you just go to ProWrestlingStories.com, and on the top of the page, there's a drop-down menu, Write for Us. And so you just click the Write for Us page. I've got a little bit of an introduction of what you know, who we are, what we're looking for with our writers. You know, I, I make it pretty clear. We're not, we don't cover the news. We don't cover today's wrestling. We don't do rumors. We don't do opinion pieces either. I think that's also important. Um, you know, readers come to our website not to, you know, hear what, you know, Joe Schmo from wherever has to say about this topic. I think the story should tell the story. You know, like the people that were involved in these stories, their their words are the ones telling the story. And, you know, so we go kind of go over you know, what we're about and what we're looking for. And then at the end, I just say, you know, send a little information about you and some ideas you have for stories and email it over to admin at pro wrestling stories.com. And then we take it from there. And, you know, we don't have in a lot, I even say it on the page, you don't have to be a, you know, published author. You don't have to have been somebody who's done writing for a grand audience before. And in fact, we've got such a range of, you know, people coming in from, you know, being a chef by day and pro wrestling stories, writer by night, you know, and people coming in and it's just like, I, I try to train up the writers to write for that, the, the grander audience and help them with their skills as they go. And each, each writer I work with pretty closely. And now that Evan's on board as senior editor, he'll be working alongside them too. And, yeah, so if you if you want to write about wrestling, you've got the same passion that we have about wrestling. You talk about wrestling with your friends, and you're always throwing in, oh, did you know this? You're you're the one with a pocket full of wrestling stories. Maybe this would be something for you. And like Benny and Dan, you both can say like the rush that you get from putting these stories out there, like it's immediate, and it's it's, it's a great thing. And we're all, you know, we're I, I I'd like I'd, I'd like to say we're all pretty nice people too. And like you come in, it's like family. And well, so if you want to be part of it, you know, check out the Write For Us page on Pro Wrestling Stories. That, that was going to be the second half of my question, but you kind of answered it is what what's in it for somebody who does write for PWS. But I can answer that uh, very quickly. Just, you know, when you, for example, the Baron Cicluna story, all the people that responded both on the PWS Facebook page and the, the Studio Wrestling Facebook page and the WWF and all, they had these great memories so you, you you have to think that that person read that story and and it took it back took them back in time and yeah. that's a nice feeling to know that you caused that for people and then I'm um I'm going to mention Davey O'Hannon uh I forget which I think it was the the, the men of Saturday morning story and Davey who's a great guy really great guy uh took it upon himself and he wrote me this really and I think I shared it with you this really nice message saying you know I'm I'm proud to show this to my wife that you know that that you know People actually value what I did. And like if, if two people read the story and he was one of them and I got that feedback, to me, that's worth it. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And like the amount of times we've had family members of wrestlers who are deceased reaching out to us, like you wrote about my father here. You wrote about my my uncle or my my grandpa. Like you don't know how much this story means to us. Like, um, gosh, like. Armstrong family, Bullet Bob, like we did a story on um Bobby Matthews did a story on him, and like all the Armstrong family was reaching out to us and sharing the story and, and such. And you know, Kurt Angle 
got in touch with me originally before we did, I did an interview piece with him and he was doing his um, angle strong app when he was really focusing on, uh, you know, sobriety and helping people out with that journey. And, you know, we did an article and we did a big deep dive and he was talking about reading our stories and, you know, it's just, our words are so out there that, you know, it's, 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 again, you have to pinch yourself that some of these people who we've been, that have been in our consciousness for decades are reading our words and they're reaching out to say thanks. And, you know, that's, you know, that's a feeling that it's hard to describe. It's hard not to kind of mark out a little bit, you know, and, 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 and to feel like, wow, that's, that's amazing. You know? Well, I mean, I'll give an example too. Like when I was doing the Sakuna story and I, I messaged Johnny Rods, you know, WWE hall of famer class in 1996, <laughs> one of the, you know, the best wrestlers ever, in my opinion. And I, I said, you know, can you give me a, a quote? that I can use for my story. And on Easter Sunday, Johnny Rods calls me and I'm, I'm on the phone with him for an hour and a half. And I mean, the whole time I, I am like in my mind, like I'm a 12 year old kid watching for the first time in, in 1968. And I mean, it just that alone, that experience that, that made writing the story worth it as well. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Like the, the, someone that you were watching when you were younger on TV is like, just talking to you on the phone, just calling you up. It never gets old. It's like when Lanny calls me up, like Lanny Poffo, like he's become one of my best friends, like through what we do. And he just rings me up sometimes and I'm, he's, Oh, let me see, let me see your daughter. You know? And then I show him, you know, he's talking to my daughter. It's a genius, you know, the genius voice talking to my little girl. You know, It's like, yeah, it's, it's almost like this is my life now. And it's, it's amazing. Well, I mean, you also have to figure some of the the family members we've had on the show, Benny. Some of our episodes we've we've said before, some of our favorites, all stemmed from family involvement and appreciation. And you know, uh, I, I can't. I it didn't. It wasn't until I read the article or until we started talking about the article, I realized how many people still care about my father or how many fans, you know. And and you 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 get that that when you hear the family, like you mentioned with the Armstrongs or, uh, you know, some of these stories that have come out where you hear the family members, like, you know, 20, 30, 40 years later, and there's still hundreds of thousands of people who are diehard fans of X, Y, and Z, you know, father, uncle, whoever. And it's like the fate that you can genuinely tell the family appreciates that we're keeping their memories alive. And, and, and it's how people are just so resp- they're responding in an emotive way, like with such emotion. And, you know, it's incredible for the families too, just to see that it's just a big nod of like, wow, okay. You know, the sacrifice him not being around or her not being around, you know, to do this, you know, when, when you get that response for them, it's worth it. JP, uh, premature to ask this because you just got Evan on board, but uh, will there be a pro baseball stories website? Because I'm I'm going to be your first dual agent when that happens. We've talked about this because we both love baseball, and I'm surprised. You know, now someone's going to take that they're going to listen to this and they're going to make a, a a baseball stories website. You know, if I were to able to multiply myself by a couple, like by maybe like four, I would definitely have a pro rest i would have a baseball website basketball sportsstories.com pro sports stories right just all under there a different tab for every sport we could even go into like curling like you know the, like the debauchery they get into 
because there's <laughs> stories in every facet of entertainment. And, you know, I'm always thinking like, oh, you know, there's not a website for in, in all the different niches of entertainment. There should be a, like just this a website geared towards telling the stories of what they were really like. What was what were they like when when those cameras weren't rolling? What was, you know, just their stories and so fascinating. And there's people are clamoring for that info. You know, so yeah, we, we should do that. Like maybe that that could be that's that's going to be in our ten year plan. Well, I mean, it uh, it it sometimes overlaps. You know, um, yeah. one of the bigger stars up and uh, as big a star as you can get in today's uh, that the WWE's been pushing is a, an Indian wrestler. Uh, his ring name is Veer Mahan. His uh, real name is Uttar Pradesh, and he was the first Indian-born baseball player ever drafted. And you know, they they made a Disney movie about it. And turns out, you know, when he retired or you know got out of baseball, it's like he ended up in wrestling. You know, he was a pit, uh, a play for the Pirates, and it's like you you talked about uh you know any any major. I mean, you look at some of the, uh, especially in the era of the the peak celebrity involvement. You know, you had you had athletes from all walks of of everything. The, the all the football players involved in the the battle royal at WrestleMania two, Refrigerator Perry and all them. And uh, uh, Benny, your 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 buddy, uh, your your favorite Bruno. He was uh, he cameoed in that battle royal as well, along with some of the other legends of the day when some football players. And uh, yeah. I, it's it's funny to think how sports overlap like that, but I'll tell you, Benny, I guarantee if you do ever end up doing a baseball story, JP, or a baseball site, JP, Benny will be first in line to start writing some articles for you. You should start it. I don't have time. I'll I'll, I'll write for you. We should do that. Like, like just a mutual respect. Like I've come on and just probably write a story about Nafi Perez, formerly of the Cubs. Just well, I, <laughs> I, pick I games got that been talked about for a while and just get into their stories it's so fascinating i gotta know benny you managed to drop a baseball reference into every time we talk wrestling every episode we do are you going to drop a wrestling reference in every one of your baseball articles i'm not sure i can do that i'm, I'm sure i'm going to give it a try but you know i i, I think i've told jp that i want to write a story about a game, guy named ross moschito and he played for the yankees i think in 65 and 67 he was known as mickey mantle's legs because mickey mantle was at the very end of his career <clears throat> still playing center field before they switched him to first base but around you know eighth inning or so there went moschito to uh to spell the great mick in in center field so mostly defensive but he hit one home run in the major leagues and i was there it was in 1965 against the minnesota twins and he hit one off the uh the left field foul pole and I mean, here, what, 57 years later, and I remember it like it was yesterday, but that was his, that was his one and only major league home run. And it just, to me, that's something that, to me, it's interesting. I, I, I believe the guy's still around. I'd love to track him down. Maybe he could help me write the story. Yeah. Like, I don't have a website for it yet, but this will be the first story when it happens. All right. There you <laughs> go. That's what you got to say. That's how you pitch it to him. Like, you're going to be our intro story. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, you know, that's the thing. That's just, this the stories of these, these heroes are, yeah, that's, that's, you know, they need to be heard and shared really. Let's do it. There you go. I like it. Well, hypothetical 
realism aside, let's talk the real future. I mean, I know obviously you're you're currently living overseas from from Benny and I, uh, but even even though you are in England now, you, pro wrestling stories. I mean, we've touched on it already. It's the epitome of the American dream. It was a fan who who wanted to share share something, and now you said it. Uh, what about forty minutes ago? Uh, you're looking at twenty million views this year is, is the projection. So, what is the what's the future? What's the expansion? What what does the future hold for for pro wrestling stories? Which is really, I mean, just just such an amazing story in and of itself. Just to continue doing what we're doing, like I feel the you know the the combination of what we have right now is working. Year after year, we're getting more readers continue to do it. And, you know, obviously I'm going to have to at some point tip my head over to somebody who's really strong in, in, in the different fields of like video and things like this and reach out and try to see, Hey, how can we take these stories and put them in a visual way? You know, that's something I keep thinking about in my head. Okay. How can we go about that way? You know, and you know, we were talking off air before we started recording how everything with pro wrestling stories has just been a learning experience. Cause you know, I've had websites before, but it was like JP's webpage where it was just me and pictures of my friends and, and music and such when I was in high school, you know, and I've never you know written for an audience. And now, you know, to have 50 writers and then looking towards what's the next thing. It's like, you know, I'm just kind of seeing where the wind takes us and, you know, and if it's going to help the website, I'm going to learn how to Im- implement it. You know, and, you know, there's always social media trends changing, like TikTok and things like this. We haven't not done TikTok yet. That's a world I have not dabbled into. But Google Web Stories is a big thing that's been happening for the last year and a half. And that's been drawing a lot of readership to the website. And, you know, if you're not familiar with what Google Web Stories is, when you're on your phone and you kind of swipe, swipe over and you got those Google suggested articles, it sometimes will pop up the pro wrestling stories and you click it and it's like a slideshow, like a vertical slideshow with eight, nine slides. And you kind of get into the story and, you know, just visually a couple photos, couple. And then at the end, you want to kind of get them to click in to read more. And I drop one of those every day. So every day there's a Google web story. So all this is happening behind the scenes. And, you know, anytime I hear something that's going to draw traffic, I'm on it, you know? And so anything that's happening as times change, I'm going to try to keep up with it as much as possible. And, just keep this momentum going. One of the things, I mean, even though you're in England, you know, this is true. You're, you're truly living the American dream. In 2015, you were a school teacher. Now you're uh, the mogul of a, of a great website. Um, so what advice do you have? I don't know if the mogul's the right word or not, but uh, well, we're writers. I think it is. Um, what, what advice do you have for somebody, and maybe not even – wrestling but just you know <clears throat> they're contemplating some kind of business endeavor uh what advice would you have for them what what you know what did you struggle with along you know for the last seven years you know it's, at some point you made the decision i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna teach anymore i'm gonna you know throw my heart and soul into this thing and it's you know it's it's been a great success but what advice do you have for people who might be contemplating going out on their own don't go into it as a business venture go into it because it's something you enjoy doing. Like these stories I was putting out on Reddit and such Saturday mornings, I was doing it because it made me feel good. It was a good way to break up the week. You know, like I, I would, I look forward to it. It's like I, during the week I'm thinking about, okay, I've had so many like interesting wrestling stories I came across, which one am I going to choose for this Saturday? And you know, the fact that this built into me leaving teaching and now being my main source of income, it's, 
you know, so you want to go into it because it's a passionate thing that you're doing and you're doing it for you. And if it, and if it grows, just keep going with it, you know, and ultimately if you're doing something well, and obviously, obviously the number one important thing is if you're going to do a website, for instance, this is what I could talk more about, but learn what your competitors are doing, you know, like what are other websites in your field doing? What do they look like? Um, you know, maybe you, you can compare and contrast the way these the website designs look. You know, I don't like that's not too user friendly, so I'm not going to have that on mine. So you learn and you kind of pick up on that. But you also got to learn, OK, wh what about the, what's going on behind the scenes? The SEO search engine optimization. You got to learn that if you don't know what SEO is and you're running a website, you're not going to get organic traffic from Google. You're not going to have people finding your stories, you know, so you really kind of have to dive into everything there is you know, behind the scenes on the back end um, and then try to just do your best with all of that. And then, you know, the website itself, really, it wasn't making, you know, a million reads up until like a, two years ago, you know, in five years, really in the first five years, I was just able to like, I was just a little, I was making under what I was as a teacher, but I saw promise, you know, like, okay, I can, I can maybe, maybe something will happen here, you know, and you know, so you kind of got to go into it like that, not not like going into it like I'm going to leave this job I hate. I want to do something I love because you can't look at it that way, because this was never something I was, you know, the fact that I left teaching with this is still it's just crazy. You know, so I hope that I hope that helps a little bit, you know, just do do what do what you enjoy. And if it, and if others enjoy it, great, keep keep doing it and keep growing it and try to learn what you can to build it, you know, and just yeah, follow that momentum. Can respect that well let me let me ask something hypothetical um since we're kind of bouncing around some ideas um in, in a perfect world you, you talked about your expansions into the, the videos and and you mentioned some of the social media crazes TikTok, and uh obviously uh you know uh, my my wife is an avid watcher of the videos uh, youtube and TikTok and all that um you know, in a perfect world what do you see your your Assuming, obviously, you had the time and energy and effort and, and there was three or four of you, let's say, floating around, you know, in a perfect world, what, what would you want to envision uh, Pro Wrestling Stories foyer into, say, YouTube B? What, what, what kind of videos would you want to put out? Would you want to be more of like a, a, a panel discussions, more of a, a historical documentaries, more of a, I hate to say lack of a better comparison, like a news broadcast, but news of the past kind of thing? Um, or would you just go straight history channel and, and talk about aliens or whatever? <laughs> I envisioned like there's, there's two things I, I still envision for the website down. I have to find a way to make it happen. One I know I can make happen because I can do it when time happens or I could get somebody to help me with it is like, uh, you know, for people on the go is to go into the article and at the very top of the page have a hit play button where the article is read to them. You know, there's a voice reading the story kind of like that's what the original idea was for the pro wrestling stories podcast. Uh, we had Corey Rivard and uh, Chris was on vault as, as well. And they they did about. 13 episodes of the pro wrestling stories podcast and we all got busy which is why it's it, we, we we stopped at 13 we were going to do a season two and such but life happened and you know so it started off where really it was just going to be reading spoken word and then at the top if you want to hit play you can listen and then also at the bottom i you know i like kind of cartoony like entertaining clips of what was that thing on the network where 
you know, they were taking stories on the road, but kind of having them in the cartoon, like animated form. They were like 10 minute shorts. Oh, yeah. the, the I want to say it was called story time. Story time. Yes. Yes. Like that was what was going through my head. Like I, I was thinking about this even back then. And and then when WWE did it, I was like, oh, that's exactly like, well, they have the money and like the resources to do such things. And I'm just like one guy, <laughs> you know, doing this website that, you know, so ultimately it's just going to be one of those things where I, I just got to reach out to freelancers or, you know, put out a little message on, on the social media and just say, Hey, if you're interested in doing something, you know, this is what we're looking into doing. You know, it could be like, it's got, it could be somebody in college just sitting there who's got such great skills, who loves wrestling and loves reading our stories. Who just like, they just need to know this is what we're looking for. So I just have to put it out there. I guess I'm doing that right now. You know, these are all the things that I would love to see for the website. When time, when time gets easier to come by, <laughs> but it will. You know, this is the website's not going anywhere. I'm 38, I'm 39, you know, hopefully my health continues uh, for the next 30 years, 30, 40 years where this continues. Like I can't envision ever like retiring. I could always put out two, three stories a week, even when I'm retired, you know, of retirement age, because this is not, this is not like a mentally strength, like a mental strenuous job. It's fun, you know, and if this could, we can continue doing it, like, you know, the sky's the limit. So for the record, I would like my stories to be read by either uh, Christopher Walken or uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> we just have to tag them on Twitter, if, you know, find them on the socials and just tag them to all your stories until they respond. Hound them. But that's kind of like cheating a little bit. We, ha- we have to have them find it organically. That's when you know you've done it. When Christopher Walken reaches out to you privately, I read your story. You know, <laughs> be cool. <laughs> I'm a made man. Well, my, uh, my, any, any, any future contributions of mine would have to be uh, narrated by Samuel Jackson because my life, my life story involves it can't be told without a lot of cursing. So, <laughs> but uh, uh, Benny, as we wrap up here, uh, any, any final thoughts, final questions before we let our our Not friend go? More of a thought is just, I mean, if I knew that three years ago. I was going to be doing this. I would tell somebody, you're absolutely crazy. But here I am. I think I have 18 stories now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to catch up to Javier. You know, I always use the the uh, Washington Generals and the Harlem Globetrotters. This time I'm going to go Beatles. So, uh, you know, Javier is the Beatles and I'm uh, Thunderclap Newman. But you, know, <laughs> you, you got to cheer for you got to cheer for the clap, you know. But I'm, Javier's I'm gonna... hey, dude, in your wild honey pie. <laughs> I just, it, I'm just, I'm honored, and it, That's it truly is, is, is one of the, you know, the most, the, the best part of my life. It, it, one of the best parts of my life is, is writing for this website. That means a lot. The fact that this platform I created on a Saturday morning because my wife was sleeping in is enriching your life and so many others. I'm shaking my head over here. You can't, I don't know if you can hear that in audio. Like it's just spellbinding, hear, you know, hear the rattling. No. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, at the top of the hour, uh, getting to write that article on George and how I've run into him a handful of times in town and it's always, Oh, oh I just got all, you know, or last week I was talking to my, you know, you'd be obviously large Greek family talking to this cousin or this old friend and they saw the article and they loved it. Or, uh, I was at one of the, the VCW shows here in Virginia 
and the special guest they had that 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 happened to have that, that show was Jay Lethal. And I guess George showed him the article and he uh, he read it and, and liked it. And it's like, wow, this is a guy, you know, I've been a fan of for 20 years, gave me the thumbs up on my writing, which I never would have had that that opportunity without or experience. I mean, without the opportunity. So I just think it's awesome. But um, obviously, there's a lot as we as we wrap up here, JP, there's a lot to plug other than than pro wrestling stories. Uh, what social media, what websites, where where can people find the stories that, that we've been talking about tonight? So, of course, ProWrestlingStories.com, but we've got our Twitter, uh, Twitter page. It's at PWS underscore official on Facebook at Pro Wrestling Stories, um, Instagram as well. You know, we're talking about the reach of these stories like our Instagram page is followed by a lot of, you know, current and old wrestlers, you know. You know, the Hurricane Shane Helms, I get likes from him regularly. Joey Janela, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I get a like from him every day. Like, you imagine what that was like the first time. Like, whoa. I, like, showing my, showing my daughter. She's like, who? <laughs> you know, but it's just, you know, you could find us on, you know, there. And um, you can find us on YouTube. Just search Pro Wrestling Stories. You'll find all of our podcasts. There's still a bunch of podcasts I've not released. I was just going through my, my hard drive where – you know, we started, you know, we started doing ideas where, you know, um, Bobby Matthews, who was one of the original writers on the website back, he started back in like, 2017. Um, he just released a book, by the way. Um, yes, yes. Really, uh, Living the Gimmick. Look out for Living the Gimmick. Just Google Living the Gimmick. It's a great read. It's, you know, you'll see all about it. We have, we have an article on the website where we, we I, I give a little synopsis about it in the first chapter. You can read about there. Um we were doing a podcast and our first guest was Jim Cornette. And, you know, the first thing he said, and Bobby, and as what happened here with, with, with me today, my, my computer, but the reason why the audio changed was because my computer gave me like that death screen, it was a big black death screen. Well, that happened well, with Bobby. It was, we were doing a three-way call with Cornette and Bobby dropped off three times in the first five minutes and Cornette was just laughing. And, you know, I, I thought for sure he was going to hang up, you know, and just say, these guys are amateurs, but he was, you know, the first thing he said was like, I've read your stories. I've shared your stories. And, you know, you're, you're one of the ones who are, celebrating wrestling history and you know dave Meltzer said you know similar and you know that's all i can say is just try to read the stories and uh there's there's going to be something for everyone and even if you know it's 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 even for people who aren't current wrestling fans the ones who were watching back in the day even those who just would dip in and out and like who knew who razor ramon was you know but didn't know what he was doing you know like but you just dip in and read his story you know and it's your, your mouth's open because of the lives they live, you know, so just check it out. And there's going to be something for everyone. I hope. Absolutely. And, and again, thank you so much for your time. I know with time zones, it's late and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. And obviously Benny and I, we've both been involved and Benny, especially his, uh, his personal quest to, to catch up with Javier, another friend of the show is just call me thunderclap or just clap, you know, it's been one of the driving forces in the years I've known him. And it's it's always great stuff. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. ProWrestlingStories.com. I cannot recommend it enough. There There is literally, and I know it sounds cliche, but in this case, it is the truth. There's literally something for everybody. It, whether you're a mega fan, a historian, uh, or just you, at some point you watched wrestling with your grandpa and the, as a kid, local channel like like a lot of us did you know 
there is something for everybody. ProWrestlingStories.com. You have to check it out. JP Zarka, thank you again so much for being here. For Pro Wrestling Stories, for the BS Express himself, Benny Scala, I'm Dan Spasciano. Have a good night, everyone, and we will see you next time we're in the ring. Good night.